Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The Benefits of Audio Description in Education Beatty Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience audio description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.dcmp.org slash learn slash 658 to enter. And keep on enjoying audio description. Okay. Um, good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Jesse Real. Today, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions and making them stick. Um, there's a lot of people who set New Year's resolutions, and then by, well, if you're lucky, uh, March or April, <laughs> you, you haven't really uh, continued with them. So we're going to talk about how to set realistic resolutions that you can keep and that you can look back on December 31st and say, yeah, I kept it. Um, There's a difference in a resolution and a goal. A goal is basically something that you want to accomplish and you, you set, you make objectives toward that goal. And so a lot of times people confuse resolutions with a goal because they say, well, you know, that's a resolution. Um, A resolution is more of a resolve. You're going to resolve to do something. Um, A goal is something that you you want to achieve. So a resolution actually is a little stronger than a goal. Because a, a goal, a resolution is, you know, you realize this is a problem and you have made a resolution, a resolve to yourself that you're going to correct the problem. So that's why it's important to think about how you you form your resolutions. And a lot of times what we say is, I will lose weight. Well, if you can reframe that into, I will eat more healthy, I will eat less, um, I will eat more nutritious foods, I will take carbs or sweets or something out of my diet and then or you could also approach it from I will get more exercise I will walk more um something like that I resolve that I'm going to take the dog out every day for a walk not just take him out and let him go to the bathroom and drag him back in um so all of those things of course will ultimately help you lose weight And the reason that you reframe your resolution, if you just say, I'm going to lose weight, then you're going to start doing about 15 or 20 things to help you lose weight. You know, you're going to take carbs out, you're going to take sweets out, you're going to take sodas out, and you've got three or four things that you really like that you're taking out of your diet. Uh, Then you're going to start exercising. And so you start out with this little exercise routine, you know, every day or whatever it is. And then in, in addition, you, you know, weigh yourself every day. So you're doing a, quite a few things there that can help you lose weight. And all of those things are good, but in a couple months, you're going to get real tired of every time you go to a party, you know, they're all eating sweets and cakes and cookies and you're trying to enjoy the vegetables. Or, you know, <clears throat> you've taken soda out, so now you've got to 
find some water somewhere or hope that they brought some juice or coffee or something like that. Um, so if you reframe your resolution and make it specific about what you're going to do, I'll take soda out, I'll take sweets out, I'll take carbs out, or I'll get more exercise. Ultimately, you're going to lose weight because you've changed your behavior and you're making lasting behaviors. Because once you realize that you can do quite well without soda, you won't be drinking as much soda. Or once you realize that you can do quite well with just decreasing the portion of your food. Now, that's become going to become a behavior pattern, and, and it will have more likely to stick. Um, another one is, you know, a lot of people say, I will make new friends, especially if they have lost I know, quite a few friends over the past year or two. You know, they say, I will make more friends or new friends. Well, that's all fine and well, except what if you do all kinds of things to make new friends and you haven't made new friends for whatever reason? Then you start feeling like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I can't make new friends. Um, or, well, nobody likes me. I can't make new friends. So if you change my social contacts, well, there's a better than good probability that if you increase your social contacts, you'll come out of that with a friend or two. Um, unless you're really uh, an undesirable person, <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to come out of it with, with a friend or two if you increase your social contacts. Um, another thing, I will get a job. Well, you know, the problem with that is whether you get a job or not really depends partly on what you do to get a job, but it also depends on whether people employ you. So if your whole resolution was, I'll get a new job, and you don't get a new job, then once again, you're going to start, oh, what's wrong with me? How come I can't get employed? Um, how come nobody wants to employ me? You know, you get into the negative spin. But if you say, I'll put more effort into getting work, then you start realizing that, you know, I'm applying for more places. I'm more positive when I go into the interviews. I'm making a real effort to get an interview, um, you know, and, and you have more of a likelihood of getting a job. So that's the way you reframe your goals to make them resolution. You focus on what you can do and what you would like to do or what you, what you will do to make the ultimate goal happen. Um, if anybody's confused about that, feel free to ask after we get this. Um, but that's the reason you reframe, because you're po focused on a positive toward the goal or the desire. You're focused on something or some things that you can do, not that depends on me. Will I become your friend? Oh, you know, there may not be anything wrong with you, and, and I may choose not to become your friend for whatever reason. Maybe I'm not a nice person. Yeah. So um, then you're also decreasing stress. If you're not so stressed out every day, you get on the scale, and today you, you, know, you, you lose three pounds, and tomorrow you gain two and a half, and the next day you lose one, and the next day you gain four, and that becomes stressful, very stressful. And as we become more stressed, cortisol increases. And cortisol has a lot to do with whether we lose weight, how we sleep, how we feel. So the goal is to do things that help you decrease cortisol. 
Um, exercise will help you decrease cortisol. Not eating as many sweets or carbs will help you decrease cortisol. Lowering your caffeine will help you decrease cortisol. Relaxation, meditation, all of those things will help you decrease cortisol, which in turn is going to help you lose weight or manage weight, help you manage anxiety and depression, um, help you sleep better. So lowering that cortisol by decreasing the stress is going to help you meet those resolutions again. Um, So some other things that you can do is get support. Now, that's why a lot of people, when they want to lose weight, they join Weight Watchers. That's why a lot of people, when they want to stop drinking alcohol, Dory, they join AA. If you want to stop drinking or using drugs, you might join NA. Um, if you want to really work on not overeating, you might enjoy or join Overeaters Anonymous. You know, so you get support. I see all kind of Zoom calls that are very supportive, supportive, you know, for people who are um, dealing with grief issues and people who are dealing with health issues. And there's all kinds of support calls on Zoom. So that's why people join those groups, because they want support. The next thing you do is find an accountability partner. And it's okay to find a friend that you're going to talk to, but find somebody who's really going to give you that, that kick in the tail end. Um, if you're supposed to be exercising and you report to them that you haven't exercised for the past four days, you don't want somebody to say, oh, yeah, I understand. You've been feeling really bad, and it's okay if you don't exercise for these past four days. You know, get somebody who's going to say, you know what? Your accountability to me is that you're going to exercise every day, and you've let four go. Why don't you get up and do it, and then you call me back when you're done? Because I want to hear your success story. I don't want to just commiserate with, you know, not following through with your accountability as an accountability partner. The other time that you can enjoy an accountability partner if they are working on the same or similar thing. Because then you can say, you know what, why don't we call each other every morning at 9 o'clock before we begin our exercise routine? And you can either hang on the phone with them and listen to them huff and puff and whatever. Or you can say, you know, at 10 o'clock, we'll call each other and let each other know how it goes. Because both of you are exercising. Or if somebody lives in your building or in your town or whatever, you can maybe get a hold of them and say, why don't we go for walks together? Both of us want to increase walking. So maybe we can go for a walk together. Because walking with somebody is a whole lot more enjoyable than walking all by yourself, usually. Unless, of course, you have two dogs like I do. It's really enjoyable to take a walk. But, yeah, so so get somebody to share in your activity. Um, Open yourself to new possibilities. I know a person, she was so gung-ho on um, applying for work as customer service because she thought that's all she could do. She didn't realize that she had a lot of uh, technology expertise. And I was like, why don't you apply for some of those other jobs requiring technology? Oh, I don't have certification. I thought, I don't care. You don't have certification as a customer service person either. But, and sure enough, she got a job working in technology. So if she had not, just because she knew things that that company was looking for and 
she she knew how to do it. You know? So open yourself to new possibilities. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, what have you got to lose? And the last thing that's important is to look at past resolutions and see what went wrong and then make a corrective plan of action. If maybe your past resolution was that you wanted to lose weight, and I keep going back to that because that's a big one for people. Um, they, they tend to come up with that one. But if your past resolution was that you wanted to lose weight and you realize that you didn't really focus on anything except um, just exercise, but you didn't really decrease the portions of food or you didn't take out bread, you know, you, you were still having toast, two slices of toast every morning uh, for breakfast. Look at what went wrong and make a plan of, of correction. So that pretty much is the thing on resolutions. Um, basically, it's just a resolve, a promise to yourself and maybe others that you are going to make a behavioral change. And that behavior change is going to result in something positive for you, something that you want to have happen. So I'm going to open it up for questions and put Lynn to work now. And uh, you can share your resolutions that maybe you've made this year or look at past resolutions, whatever you want. And we can talk about maybe some ways that, you know, it worked and maybe what you could do to improve it. Okay. So you're going to have people start sharing their resolutions right now, Jesse? Yeah. Okay. So in order to be recognized, you can raise your hand. And how to do that is if you're on a computer, you... Use Alt-Y. If you are on a Mac, you're going to use Option-Y. If you're on a landline, you're going to use Star 9. And if you're on an iPhone or an iPad, you're going to double-tap on More Options, and at the top, you'll see Raised Hand. And if you're calling in with your iPhone, you're going to use Star 6 as you would on a landline. So, um, I'm looking. <laughs> oh, my. Lynn, I think you said star six to raise your hand on a uh, No, I said star, it's star nine. nine. It's star nine. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, this is, um, unless Zoom is not picking up the raised hands, I do not see any. Uh-oh. Uh, could someone please raise their hand so that I know it's working? Okay, it's working. I just I just raised my hand, but I'm going to lower it. <laughs> um, okay, now that I asked for that, Beth, <laughs> did you have something to say or were you just raising your hand to show me it works? Yes, I did have something to say. Okay, um, go for it. Yes. I made a resolution to just a minute. There's somebody. Beth? Beth, if you can't. Okay. Okay, Jesse, I I don't know what to do here. We have absolutely no raised hands. Well, hello, there was somebody at the door. Sorry about that. Okay, um, go ahead. My I made a resolution to try and improve my life, improve my my situation, um, find a better place to live and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, I have been working on it. And, you know, even if I have to move to another state to find a better 
place to live and, and a job and stuff, you know, better, a better environment for me. I don't know how I'm going to do that because I don't have an accountability partner in that aspect. Well, except maybe my, my kids won't. Really, you know, uh, you know, what might be helpful is if you become pretty specific about what, what would be a better place to live, where would be a better place to live. Um, so, you know, maybe you could look around at some apartments or whatever it is that you would want to do. Um, I think about, I mean, do you, do you want to move into a different apartment building or what would be a better place to live for you? Well, I'd like, you know, where they have more stuff for, for seniors, uh, like maybe seniors could get a job. And I know that, well, you know what I mean? People over 60, cause I'm not really retirement age yet, but like people over 60 could get a, a job. Maybe I'm not wanting an engineer's job, but just something to supplement your income. And that's why I'm kind of looking at Texas because okay. I know Texas is a good, and I'm looking at different cities over there, trying to find apartments over there okay. and uh, getting in contact with some of their independent living centers and stuff. Hey, so yeah, I mean, that, that's where you start. You kind of look at your different options in different places and then you decide you know, based on the information that you're getting, what would what would be most feasible for you? Let's see. Uh-huh. So right now, what you do is focus on the effort that you're putting into that. You know, I'm going to contact so many places, and I'm going to get this information, and then I'm going to make some movement based on the information that I get. You know, maybe yeah. you want to contact I don't know, five different states and see what they offer or even right. two different mm-hmm. states. Yeah. And see what they offer and how they could help you and um, whether you would, you would like to do that. And especially if you know people who live in a certain area, you know, that might be a place. Or if you know they mm-hmm. have a really active ACB affiliate, that might be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to mm-hmm. move somewhere and find that you don't have any support any more than you do where you live. Uh, Jesse, may I make a suggestion? Absolutely. But I mean, if your permission, I'd like to make a suggestion. Um, Let's give a state of Texas as an example. Uh Um, I, you know, the one thing I would do is, is not only call, you know, ACB's office. And like Jesse said, you know, we do have an affiliate in Texas. Um, Yeah, I know you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, get th- get the president's number. Um, find out what, as a blind person, maybe they could tell you some cities that are most accessible. You know, I've heard Austin is pretty accessible, but I don't know. Um, also, yeah, I heard El Paso and Lubbock are pretty accessible. I mean, accessible too, so I've been looking there. Okay, but see, if you, you know, like Lubbock and Austin and Houston, you know, Monica and our community, she's from, she lives in Houston, you know, she'd be a good uh, starting Mm -hmm. point. Call the state commissions for the blind. You know, Texas has a commission for the blind. You can say, the thing of it is, you can say that, oh, I hear Texas is great, right? But the thing with this is, you need to do a lot of footwork, Oh, I know. Um, okay, I know you do, know, but you know, you need to almost, you know, 
you need to write down questions that you would ask. You you know, you almost need to call people and interview them. You know, you need to, uh, um, that's what I did when I moved to Carson. You know, I knew it was accessible, right? But I wanted to know how accessible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's what you do. And not only do you ask those kind of questions, but ask them specifically based on your needs. I mean, what might be, what might have been a really ideal place for me to move when I was 20 or 30? I probably would not now because I'm older and my needs have changed. So be specific to your situation. And the same with work. You know, there are certain jobs that, well, I just saw a job. I would have. 20 or 30 years ago, I would have probably done anything I could to get that job. But now, no, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you need right. to, be, you mm-hmm. need to, you know, you, because I can say personally that I want to go back to work and I wouldn't mind going back to work. Mm-hmm. Do I want to go back to school to go back to work? No. Well, there you go. So, you know, it's, it's, it all depends on, you know, what you want to do. Right. And the reality is, no, I wouldn't want to go back to school to go back to work. But I know that not only are we competing, are we older workers competing, now we're competing against all the people who have lost their jobs because of COVID. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you got to pick, just because pick you don't, You know, just because you don't go back to work doesn't mean that you can't find a place that you are happier living. I mm-hmm. mean, a lot of people aren't working, but, but they find... Another mm-hmm. place to live where, you know, it works out better for them. Yep. Okay, um, Beth, right. we're, we're going to move on. We have another hand raised. Okay. No problem. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Teresa, you may unmute. Um, Jesse, you really gave an awesome presentation. I was not able to take good notes. I was having computer issues. Is there a way to get a hold of your outline? Um. Well, I believe that you can download the podcast for one thing. Okay. Um, I often put the presentations in writing on my blog. Oh. <laughs> so, um, what is my blog? <laughs> well, that's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> that's pretty funny is what that is. I know. It's eaglewings 63 at, is it com or blogspot? You know what, Jesse? What you could do is, um, I have an idea. Um, when you find your blog, yeah, um, why don't you post it to the community list? Oh, good idea. Okay. Are you on? Are you on our community Facebook group, uh, Teresa? Mm, am I? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, so get hooked up with that, and then I can find it in there. I still haven't figured out how to find podcasts. How, can you tell okay, me? Okay. Well, you know, we do have. I was going to say we have podcasts on that. Um, okay. We do, you know, if you join the, are you on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you look up ACB, all caps, ACB community, mm-hmm. that should pull it up. Okay. Uh, send a join request. I'm one of the moderators. If I see it, I'll approve you. Okay. And then um, when Jessie gets her blog, she'll post it if I see it. <laughs> I'll approve okay. it. Excellent. Maybe. No. Um, <laughs> the other then, thing that you can do really quickly, it, if you, do you have email? Yes. 
Okay. Send ACB community an email and tell Cindy that you want my blog and she'll forward the email oh. to you. Okay. Yeah. If you send a uh, community <laughs> at acb.org and you let Cindy know that you discuss this with Jesse on the call and she'll forward you the blog. I can do yeah. that. And all that right, way cool. you can find it and you can get all of them in writing. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <clears throat> Thank you, Teresa. Ah, Pam with my favorite last name. <laughs> this is uh, somewhat for Teresa's benefit, and I guess anyone else who's not familiar with this. If you don't know how to find the podcast, if you are on a, a smartphone, uh, iPhone, whatever, uh, go to your podcast app. On your, it's native to your phone. On, on an iPhone, it's just called Podcasts. And you're going to go into search. You're going to type in ACB um, Community. Well, actually, if you just type in ACB in all caps and hit the little search to initiate the search, it's going to show you the research, the research the search results. I think I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, it, the search results are going to show you just about everything ACB, one of which is community. And it's going to bring up a long, 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 long list of the community calls that are podcasted. And by all means, subscribe. It's, it's uh, free. It's it's just going to make it so much easier when you open your podcast app. It's going to be right there. That list is going to be on your podcast app in your library. And you're going to be able to find the podcast for the community calls. Thank you so much. And you can also hang in there, Teresa. Hang in there, Teresa. You'll get it. The, you, uh, the podcast app for the iPhone is a little clunky. Um, it's a little clunky, but, yeah. you know, if you, if you don't like that, there are free apps. You know, there's uh, Overcast, um, you know, things like that. Overcast is really good. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, hello, Scott. You may unmute. I was also going to say that uh, ACB Link... Is, is another is an excellent way also to get to the podcasts. Uh, you know, you're right. I was thinking of that. Yeah. I was just thinking of that too. Go in ACB Link, do radio, menu, and podcasts, and go from there. Yeah. When I've done that, though, I, get, I go into the podcast, and there's all these things, but it doesn't seem like what I'm looking for. So I have a hard time figuring out what to to, to look for under in that. Yeah, because they're all it's all under like community. Uh, well. They're, they're kind of, I think they're kind of cluttered when you, when you get into the AC, yeah. When you go to podcasts, then you want to go to uh, ACB events. It's under they're under ACB events. Okay, they? and they're all kind of cluttered in there. It's just a mix of just a hodgepodge and okay. different stuff. Well, you guys have certainly given me a lot of things to try. That is spectacular. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, now that we've had our little podcast lesson. Um, K 
Okay. Uh, we don't have... I don't see anybody with their hand raised unless Zoom is playing tricks on me again. <laughs> okay. Well, here is some information. My blog is, um, of course, you know, www. And then Eagle Wings, E-A-G-L-E-S, E-A-G-L-E, W-I-N-G-S, Eagle Wings, 63. Blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T, dot com. So there you go. There you go. Perfect. Um, okay. We still do not have any hands raised. Well... Um, does anybody have any other questions or anything for discussion that come to mind? Oh, my. Teresa Christian, I didn't raise my hand. Okay. I, um, I don't see anybody. Um, I don't see anybody with their hands raised so far. Mm-mm. Um. I don't see anybody's hand raised so far, Jesse. Lynn Teresa oh. has hers up. Yeah, I see that. Teresa. Well, I wouldn't normally hog it, but since nobody's raising their hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I struggle with is having too many goals, and, and it's hard to, you know, figure out what to prioritize. Can you give some suggestions with that? Um, you struggle with what? I didn't catch all of it. Yeah, having two. Uh oh. I don't know. Where'd she go? Did I just mute her? Okay. <gasps> Teresa, Uh-oh. unmute again, please. I uh, I accidentally unmuted muted the wrong person. Okay. I apologize. There Here you go. go. Okay. I apologize. No worries. So I struggle with having too many goals and too many things that feel like a big priority and how to sift it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, um, one thing that can help, because sometimes we set a lot of goals and we realize that they're basically overlapping, that if you would um, complete one goal or accomplish one goal, you, you may have accomplished several. So it can help to write those goals down or list them somewhere um, so that you can actually look at them and then you can start to prioritize them. Okay. Uh, what, yeah. Because, you know, if you realize, well, if I accomplished that goal, I would have accomplished two or three of these other goals. That's a very good idea. That makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that does. Okay, cool. Uh, and so if you can write them down and then look at them, and then, or you can say, well, you know, this is more of a priority at this time than that is. So then you work on what is the most priority, get that one out of the way, and then you can go to the next one. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. And um, what about the idea of, you know, because I think some of it is I'm afraid that I won't get to do whatever if I don't Mm -hmm. work on it right now. And so maybe if I thought of it in terms of I can have pretty much everything I want just like one at a time, one or two at a time. Is that practical? Okay. And there are some goals um, that you might be thinking about, and realistically, you can't do until after the pandemic is over or calm down or something. You know, you might mm-hmm. realize that. So work on the things that you can do now, and then once you get that done, you'll be free to work on the others. Okay, that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. That sounds doable. <laughs> 
Oh. Don't worry, Teresa. I have the same issue. So I get this list, you know, I do a daily list and then I get this list gets longer and longer and longer. So like I, and you know, things, some things stay at the bottom of the list. So maybe those aren't as big of priorities as I thought. So maybe I just need to have a list of goals and then look at those. And like you said, sift through, prioritize, see what's really doable right now and what thing will um, end up getting them more of them done. I started to say all of them, but more of them done. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. as you get them done, you know, you can kind of check them off or put a star or whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. And then congratulate yourself. And as you see yourself accomplishing more goals, you'll be more motivated to accomplish more goals. Okay. Uh, I have a friend recently, and she, you know, her goal was to declutter her whole house. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, um, but she was getting stuck because, you know, basically she was moving things from one place to the next, and and she wasn't getting very far. And I said, why don't you start with each room in your house? Declutter your living room or declutter your bedroom first, and then declutter the next room and the next room and the next room. And she's halfway there now. So, And I don't care how you slice it and dice it. It always ends up happening in layers. And um, I have a little teeny apartment and I had a very large house and I got rid of tons of stuff, but still a lot of clutter. And one thing that I have tried is going through the top layer of, okay, what, what can I, what do I know for sure that I want to get rid of and not even worry about organizing or and just go through the top layer of just getting rid of everything that I can first. And then, you know, there's lots of different ways of doing it, but. Um, yeah, exactly. But if you go through the top layer and you get rid of everything that you absolutely know that you don't need or you don't want anymore, then you can do the more difficult part, like yeah, going through the things that are more difficult. And everything's got a story and that's why you need to keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It can be hard. Okay, I'm going to mute again. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. Okay. All right, Jesse, are you still there? I am. Okay, good. Karen. Hello. Good afternoon. Um, Hi, Karen. Hello. Um, Hi there. Hi. Um, Well, I've had a lot of comments, but I guess my most recent comment would be um, also learn to say no. I'm in the process of doing that now. Um, I realize that I'm trying to do too many things at once and just say no. The other thing is if you're trying, which I have the same issue with clutter and I'm, and I'm, and I'm realizing that it's my natural state of being. So I'm trying to be less harsh with myself, but if you do a little bit at a time, um, that's good. And then if you pick out your most productive part of the day and just do have a small goal. And because when I look around and I see a place that I have cleaned up, I, I always smile and it, it gives me hope. So, um, you know, and then back to the lady who wanted to move somewhere else. I have the same goal. I just don't know where. And um, so reaching out. Uh, one thing, if you have access to a computer or someone can do it for you. Um, a lot of cities have livability and walkability ratings. So that's something I always check. 
crime rates they have, um, in addition to going to the commission and, and seeking out independent living areas. But you really need to go in person first and, you know, see how you like it. So I think that's all I have right now. That's, that's great. Those are great suggestions. Um, be careful with the walkability in the city, however, because a lot of cities have claimed to be very walkable, and they're not, based on possibly some limitations that you may have with, with mobility or, you know, getting around or whatever. There are a couple of cities here in Mar- um, West Virginia, and they claim high walkability. And if you have good vision or really good mobility, you're probably going to be pretty successful. But if you have other limitations, not so much. (laughs) I think another thing to look at might be um, what their public transportation um, availability is. Oh, yeah. And um, I live in New York City, so, I mean, for me to give up what I have here would be really hard. I kind of realize that. I kind of realize if I move somewhere else, you know, I'm going to have to spend a little bit more on Uber or whatever. But I, for me, one of my requirements is that it needs to have at least some public transportation, just something. And um, so, you know, I think I need a change of pace because I've lived in my apartment for many years and I would like what I would like personally is amenities. I want a doorman. I want, um, you know, um, a, a community area where people do get together because um, for, for many who live in New York, um, yes, we have the transportation, but unless you're in a, um, a building with these amenities, you know, you might see your neighbor like once a month when you're both happen to be in the hallway at the same time and you say oh. hello and that's it. You know, so I think if I had a problem, I could run to my neighbors. They, we've all lived here a long time, but I, we don't know each other that well at all. Right. And unfortunately, it seems like one of the things that you tend to give up to, to gain more of a sense of community you may give up some of the other things like transportation and a lot of places to go and a lot of things to do because community is very often in smaller places. Right. And the reason is because, you know, people have to kind of rely on each other a little bit more because you don't have as many services. So, right. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I need a change. I do not want to live out my life in my little apartment. Um, and sometimes change is good. So, um, you know, I, I, it's not my highest priority now because with COVID, it's really hard to do a lot of traveling and that type of thing. But right. it's in the back of my mind. I will start doing research. But getting back to my original comment, I, I'm involved with two different volunteer groups, and I'm starting to say no to one so I can focus on the other. You have to decide when to say no. You yeah, and saying no is, is, you know, and a lot of times people have the idea that if I say no to this, I'll never be ever, I'll never be asked to do anything again, or I can't do anything with that organization or that group again. And that's not true. Sometimes we just need to step aside and 
and let other people do something while we focus on something else. Like, I had to give up a lot of involvement with ACB when I went back to school to get my doctoral degree because I just simply could not uh, do it justice, you know, being president of Mount State and the different affiliates that I had been involved in when I didn't really have time because I was working and going to school. But that didn't mean that once I got my doctorate and all of that, you know, I can get back involved now with ACB because I've got a lot more time. So, you know, just because we say no this time doesn't mean that it has to be a forever thing. Say no gracefully. Don't burn your bridges. And just say, well, I I need to focus on this right now. And also to set, um, I guess, with any relationship, whether it be volunteer work or friends or whatever, to try to set, um, I'm not sure if barriers, it's not... Barry's not the right word. It's um, just set. Because what this one group, I mean, they send, it's it's weird. They kind of expect me to answer an email every two seconds. And to me, that's extremely disruptive. And I'm, not, and I'm just telling them now, you know, this isn't really, you know, productive for me. And, um, but I, so you have to set, um, what's the right word, Jesse? Set boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries, okay. Yeah. And you might so, say, you know, I can't do this, but I can do that, or I, I can't do any of it. I simply need to focus on what I need to do. Right. You know. Right. So, Jesse, thank you, as always, for being here for us. You are welcome. And well, thank you for bringing up those points. I heard dog chains. Um, so... It is, well, it's 10.48 my time. Okay. Um, we do not have any raised hands at the moment. All right. Well, um, as always, if you have a topic or anything that you would like to discuss, let me know somehow, um, and we'll, we'll put it on, you know, and we'll get it going. Um, and then I'll be back next week.